the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and I welcome you to the Dennis Prager Show. The moral compass of the Democratic Party is so broken that they speak about truth constantly. Hmm. The party that told us for three years that there was collusion between the Russia and the Trump campaign. This man, Jamie Raskin, invokes his late father as saying that democracy is supported by truth. And so we have to tell the truth. Really, did they tell the truth about the president that day, January 6th, saying go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol? Of course not. They dropped that line from their, from their film. Did they tell you the truth? That Democratic governors and mayors watched their cities burned down by leftists a good part of the year 2020? And they have the audacity to speak about commitment to truth? These are the people who support the suppression of voices that could save your lives. Doctors who advocate, for example, ivermectin, which doesn't bring in any money to the the pharmaceutical companies and those who make money through them. And he has the audacity. There's a sick soul speaking now named Raskin. That's all I could say. I don't. I don't almost ever call people names. But when you invert the truth and believe what you're saying, there's something sick in your soul. And this is what the country is supposed to be paying attention to. Do you realize that it is now more than four years that hysteria has governed? A country that should simply be at peace with itself. So much was going well thanks to, yes, thanks to, yes, Donald Trump. You can loathe the man all you like. The question is not whether you loathe Donald Trump. It is of no interest to me. It is an, it is an act of narcissism to say, oh, I know he did a lot of good, but I can't stand him. I don't care what you can stand, and you don't care what I can stand. We should all care about what does good for America. If more Americans have the dignity of work than ever before, that's good, even if you don't like the man who made that possible. Why is that not elementary morality? Why? (laughs) These these, never-Trumpers erstwhile Republicans who just can't stand the man. You think I care who you can stand or not? Why should anyone care about your feelings about a person? 
Since when does that trump the good that the person you loathe has done? It's beyond belief. I don't know what their end game is here. It might be to further create a police state for the first time in American history that uh, we have an Al-Qaeda-type enemy in our midst, the white supremacist terrorist. Really, we do? Is that not a lie, Democratic Party? That we have this enemy, this gigantic overthrow America group? (laughs) Called white supremacists? And this Jamie Raskin has the audacity to tell us that democracy stands on truth. That's what his father told him. I can't blame his father for how his son turned out. But he did get the message clearly. I would like to know how he was raised politically. Was he was he raised anti-American? To think that America is just a vile, racist pigsty? Just what the Democratic Party's general view of America is. Don't know. Be very curious. People say often, so Dennis, if you could pick anybody to have lunch with, or dinner, or a cigar, I don't really have an answer because I, I prefer to have that with people I know, my friends. Right now, my answer, however, would be Jamie Raskin's father. If I could have dinner, he'd have to be resurrected, but nevertheless. If I could have dinner with anybody, it would be Jamie Raskin's father. And I'd like to know, are you proud of your son? Is that how you raise it? I would, I would, it would be only questions. There would be no vitriol, no attacks, nothing. This is what he's devoting his life to, a lie. They don't, they don't even show. This is amazing. They, they, they put up, and we fight. We fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. That means, that means uh, you have to go in and uh, invade the capital? Was that, uh, really? Even though he tells them to go peacefully, which they never cite? Do you know how many... Do you know that Nancy Pelosi, where did I see this, on Fox News? I, I, uh, I saw it on the Internet, uh, and uh, it's verified. It's a Nancy Pelosi tweet. She tweeted out her support. What was it, 2011? She tweeted out her support for the people who took over the Wisconsin state capitol for months. Not for hours, for months. You know why she's not called on it? Because the press is in with the Democratic Party. Pravda supported the Communist Party and all it stood for. The New York Times supports the Democratic Party and all it stands for. Your newspaper is likely an organ of the Democratic Party. Tell me where they differ. Can you name one area where they differ? That's a trick question, is it not? Hmm. My God, that is so ironic. I came up with that. 
and then uh, I see it on my computer. Bless my, bless my dear producer. Flashback: Nancy Pelosi praised unionists storming Wisconsin state capitol. That's right. Now here was her tweet. What's the date on it? Twenty eleven. I was right. February 17th. Well, we look at that. We have the anniversary of her support of the takeover in a week. I stand with the students and workers of hashtag WI Wisconsin. Impressive show of democracy in action. Hashtag solidarity WI. She tweeted out again, March 9th. Tonight, hashtag WI, GOP showed their true aim, undermining workers' rights, because they insisted on their leaving a month later. I continue to stand in solidarity with hashtag WI union. That's pretty powerful, is it not? So it's okay if you take over a place and you're a leftist and you take over the capital for months. But if you do it for two, three hours, then you're an insurrectionist. And this guy Raskin, who who is a, a, a rebuke to the belief that democracy produces good leaders, but nobody, nobody actually contends that that's a general rule. Churchill was right. Democracy is the worst form of government except for all the others. Wonder what, what would he say to the Pelosi tweet? Answer, no one in the press will ask him. That's the beauty of having the press as part of your party. You don't get asked such questions. Why was it okay for leftists to take over the Wisconsin state capitol for months and be supported by Nancy Pelosi? But but right-wingers taking over the U.S. capitol for hours, that's an insurrection, even though it was condemned by every leading Republican within an hour or two. The Moral State of America, circa 2021, 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800 500
The fact is, the Internet never forgets. There has never been a more important time to protect your Internet activity. It's why I urge you to get ExpressVPN. Everything you search for, watch, or click online can be tracked by big tech companies. They can then match your activity to your true identity using your device's unique IP address. When I switch to ExpressVPN with my computer or phone, my IP address is masked. Plus, you can use ExpressVPN on up to five devices simultaneously. So multiple users on your network can stay safe with a single subscription. That's why they're rated the number one VPN by CNET and Wired. Take back your online privacy with the VPN I trust at expressvpn.com slash Prager. By visiting my link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Prager, expressvpn.com slash Prager. Hi, everybody. 1-8 Prager 776. Here is a story that uh, you will find as interesting as I do. From the Daily Mail, out of control woke leftism from the United States is a threat to France because it quote-unquote attacks the nation's heritage and identity French politicians and intellectuals say. Prominent intellectuals and academics in France, France, have voiced concern that out-of-control leftism, this is not from a left-wing source, to say the least, and cancel culture from the United States is threatening French identity. They are arguing that American ideas on race, gender, post-colonialism, especially those coming from U.S. universities, are undermining French society and are an attack on French heritage. Well, I would presume the American left would regard France as a white supremacist society just like the United States. Think about its colonialism uh, in Africa and elsewhere, non-white people. The collection of intellectuals arguing that France is being contaminated by the leftism of America, again, the source is the Daily Mail, was buoyed on last year after French President Emmanuel Macron appeared to side with them. In a speech in October on the, quote, fight against separatism, unquote, Macron warned against leaving the intellectual debate to others as he cautioned of the certain social science theories entirely imported from the United States. The left poisons everything it touches, and that includes other countries, obviously. His education minister, Jean-Michel Bianquet, or Blanquet, excuse me, also warned in October that there is, quote, a battle to wage against an intellectual matrix from American universities. The debate came to a head this week after the new director of the Paris Opera, Alexander Neef, released a 66-page report on diversity at the Paris Opera, in which he vowed to diversify staff and to ban blackface. 
It came after five black members of the ballet company circulated an open letter among the Paris Opera's 1,800 employees last summer calling for greater diversity. Neff was targeted for the decision by far-right leader Marine Le Pen and by French newspaper Le Monde, which said he, quote, soaked up American culture for 10 years while he worked in Toronto. That's interesting that Le Monde even attacked the head of the French opera. Le Monde is, is at the very least, liberal. It, it has the prestige in France that the New York Times undeservedly has in the United States. This month also saw the publication of a book by social scientists Stéphane Beud and Gérard Noiriel, in which they claimed that race is a bulldozer that destroys other subjects. They added to the New York Times that they did not believe race should not be studied as an academic subject in France as the secular government does not recognize it. It follows tension over protests against police violence last summer in France, sparked as they were in the U.S. by the death in police custody of George Floyd. By the way, you can tell whether a writer cares about truth or not in the way they describe the death of George Floyd. They say murdered. They are uh, they are abusing the term journalist. They don't know at all that he was murdered. They don't even know that he was killed by the officer, and they certainly don't know that his death, if he was killed, was caused by racism. So they correctly put it: death in police, the death in police custody of George Floyd. Well, this is a very interesting article that they feel that the poison is coming from the American West. Historian Pierre-André Taguif argued that the American-style black question was a totally artificial importation to France. He said it was all driven, ready? Are you ready? I have a smile. That a French intellectual would say this. It was all driven by hatred of the West as a white civilization. That's correct. It's hatred of the West. That's correct. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Western Civ has got to go. Jesse Jackson, 30 years ago or so, marching at Stanford with other leftists. Straight white male, that's the culprit to condemn and the enemy to eliminate. This is from a French professor in France. Hmm. It's, uh, I have said now for some time that it's a phenomenon. It's the English-speaking countries that are sickest. I don't know the reason. I don't. I, I. I hate not knowing the reason. That's my big passion is to f- understand why. Why? Why Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Canada, the United States have more suppression of free speech than other Western countries? Why is that? People could be jailed. People were imprisoned 
for being on the on the Capitol lawn? People have their house invaded by armed FBI agents for being at the Capitol? Did this happen to any of the Antifa or BLM rioters? Any? I I have a call here. It says, there is no reason to fight. It's over. What are you fighting for? I'm going to take that call. Uh, I will tell you in advance my answer. Normandy. Normandy Beach. I am going to opt out of fighting for America and liberty after seeing these guys' graves at Normandy Beach. What am I? What are you going to do? Sit home and uh, and stream Netflix? What are you going to do if you don't fight? What what a uh, what a disappointing answer. Okay, things are tough. Won't fight. When do you fight? When things are good. I already told the man the answer, so he now has uh, three minutes, four minutes to prepare. I'm Dennis Prager. Hi, all. I'm Dennis Prager, and it's very rare that I answer a call before I take it, but I did in this case. Hello, James in Burbank, California. Hey, Dennis. Well, I, maybe I was came on too strong with that, but here, and I'll try to be as concise as I can. And you bring up the Normandy thing all the time, which I understand. And I serve my country. I was in the infantry. I love my country more than anything. But what are you? Are you going to spend the next four years yelling about what um, Biden, the Democrats do? It's it's over. How are you going to come back from more than two genders? How are you going to come back from those kind of behaviors? That now there's gay marriage. Now there's. 25 different genders. By you fighting, what do you think is going to happen? You think it's going to go back to just male and female only, that just um, that, that, that transgender people can't uh, race against women? You think you're going to fight and come back from that? You can't fight that. It's, it's just like that. the Japanese soldier in World War II that lived in the Philippines for 30 years. He wouldn't give up. What if the South, they always say the South will rise again after the Civil War? It was over. The South lost. People didn't like it. What about the Germans or the Italians in World War II that wanted them to win? Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep fighting. It's over. They lost. Now you have to make the best of the situation that we're in now, which isn't going to be the America that we had before. So fighting for what was the quote-unquote norm five, ten years ago, that's over. So to fight for that, it's like a waste of your time. And I think you should maybe move on from some of the politics that you talk about and make it more about... You know, the male-female hour, more what we can do for each other as opposed to the big picture. Because also with the media, how it is, no one's going to be held accountable for anything. With this impeachment thing, I mean, fight for what, Then It's just to feel good? But it's not, and you always say, it's, it's better to do good than feel good. And by you just talking about fighting and fighting for this just makes you feel good. It doesn't, in the long run, will do good in the big picture. I hope I articulated that. You did. Um, All right. So the screener got you right. <laughs> <laughs> you began by saying you came on too strong, perhaps, but no, you didn't. All right, that's so. Uh, it's it's over. I don't quite follow that. That it's over. Seventy five, seventy four million people voted against the left. M- many didn't vote just for Trump. Many voted because they understand the existential threat the left poses to liberty and America. And 
I'm going to abandon those people. All right, we lost. I, I don't. I don't follow that. There is a new generation to influence. Should I close up PragerU? We have a billion views a year. 65% of them are under 35. Okay. We lost. Take care, kids. We have no obligation to tell you why they died at Normandy Beach. We have no obligation to tell you about give me liberty or give me death or what the Liberty Bell means or what e pluribus unum means or in God we trust. No. We lost this election, so kids, just, uh, you know, just treat each other nicely and allow a police state to take place. And one day when you realize it is a police state, you will ask, gee, why did that generation of adults not fight? Well, because they gave up. Biden won. Eventually... On the transgender issue, eventually, so many female athletes will lose to biological men that there will be an eruption. That's a very weak link in the chain of left-wing totalitarianism. Because it's cheating for a biological man to race against the biological woman. It's cheating. It has nothing to do with what you consider yourself. No one is mocking you for it. No one is depriving you of the right to so self-identify. But you cannot cheat. By the way, that is an excellent way of establishing with a relative or friend whether or not they, they are hopeless. Ask them if they think it is fair for a biological male who identifies as a female to compete in sports against biological females. If they, if they say anything but no, it is not fair, then it is worthless speaking to them. Talk about the weather, talk about the Super Bowl, talk about anything you want. They are hopeless. Their entire moral compass has broken down because they are cowards and sheep that have allowed the media and the left to tell them how to think backwards. It is not fair. It is cheating. Ah, yes. What's uh, what's going on? This guy Raskin is. Uh, I told you I would. I would so decency invoked his late father. I would so love to be able to speak to his late father. Your son is a liar. For a cause, because he believes the cause is more important than truth. A lot of people do. And it's very tempting to believe that you can lie for your cause. It's, it, it can uh, afflict the people on at all ends of the spectrum, but it's particularly true on the left because truth is not a left-wing value. I, my column is carried in many newspapers, and I so I have a Google alert on my name. There was a long letter attacking me 
What, where is Johnson City? Do you guys know where is Johnson City? Look it up. Anyway, there was that newspaper. And a guy just wrote how I, Tennessee, thank you, how uh, Prager, actually said Mr. Prager, which was very sweet. Mr. Prager uh, denies that Trump said that there are fine Nazis. It's a good example of a lie that people have believed for, uh, oh, I don't know, three and a half years. We have a video, which you should see at PragerU, about the Charlottesville lie. It's what it's called, the Charlottesville lie. That's an example of the left doesn't care about truth, but we're bathing in it. Anyway, uh, let's see here. There is a solution, incidentally, to the cheating that the LGBTQ movement and the Democratic Party advocate. It's called cheating. Don't, Don't forget that word. A biological man competes with a biological woman. It's cheating. It is irrelevant to the sport. It's not irrelevant to life. But it's irrelevant to the sport that this person considers herself, I'll even say herself, a female. Fine. Your name is now uh, Madison or Charlene. I will call you Madison or Charlene. You dress like a woman, look like a woman, that I honor that. That's not an issue. You may not compete against biological women. That's cheating. If you don't know what's cheating, your moral compass is broken along with the rest of the left and the Democratic Party. Here is the answer to that problem. No female should compete in any sport in which there is a biological male allowed to compete as a female against you. Just don't show up. You will be called a hater because that's all the left knows how to do. They do not know how to argue. They cannot argue. There is no moral or intellectual basis to any left-wing position. There are to liberal positions, but there are not to left-wing positions. They are morality-free, and they are intellectually vapid. So they call names. They are specialists in that. You're a hater. You're a bigot. You're a transphobe. Transphobe. Is that awesome? You didn't know you were a transphobe. Now you know. Was the term in existence five years ago? They make up a term and because the left-wing media, which is redundant, they're virtually all left-wing, repeat it enough and your kids get it in school, it becomes normative, like white fragility. Ooh, isn't that amazing? Is there is there black fragility? Is there Hispanic fragility? Only whites have fragility. Why is that not racist? Because the left says it. That's the only reason it's not racist. So if it happens in your girl's high school, she doesn't compete and she asks the others not to, to make a stand, guess what? For fairness and for women. That's a pretty powerful combo.
All right, my friends. All right. Dale in Detroit, hello. 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 Um, I have a response to that uh, gentleman you just talked to about uh, that it's over. Uh-huh. And uh, we should just move on. Um, in August 2nd, 1934, Hitler became Fuhrer. Should they have just said it was over at that point? Should the world or Germany said, and when we did for a while, just placate him and look what happened. Well, not only that, not why, why wasn't it over when he conquered Poland? Exactly. Could have been, you could, we could have I'm said it's, to, uh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I'm not trying to compare anyone to Hitler. Everyone's, you know, you say that. But not, not to say that some of the ideas that are being pushed right now are just as evil as some of the ideas, I believe. Right. Well, the there, there are two aspects to Nazism. There is, there is a Nazism as a totalitarian movement, and there's Nazism as an exterminate the Jew movement. There's no parallel to the exterminate the Jew part. There are massive parallels to the totalitarian part. Using the January 6th events like the Nazis used the Reichstag, the parallel is nearly perfect. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. going on I I wonder is there any Democrat in the US Senate saying to himself hmm, kids have not been to school for a year economy is being crushed and we're talking about a takeover for a few hours of the US Capitol and impeaching a president who doesn't exist as a president that's what we're doing. I said that the Democrats use the July, January 6th events as the Nazis use the Reichstag. It's, the parallel is as close to perfect as you can get uh, with the understanding that no parallels are precise. Nazis come to uh, power, Hitler made Chancellor, 1933. A month later, the parliament is burned down, or much of it is. You can still see it if you go to Berlin. And the Nazis then used that to start depriving their opponents of all civil liberties. That's what the Democrats and the left are doing. They're depriving in the name of fighting white supremacists, supremacists who are supposedly the people who invaded the capital, exactly like the Reichstag, they're using January 6th to now unleash the government against, its, against opponents. Because anyone who voted for Trump is a white supremacist. White supremacists are as dangerous as Al-Qaeda, Domestic terror is our greatest enemy, just like the Nazis spoke about the communists and and everybody else who opposed them, not just communists opposed them. So that's why the parallel is, is as close to perfect as historical parallels can get. The tragedy, as I wrote a few weeks ago in my column, 
is how many Americans accept the suppression of liberty by the left with some degree of equanimity. Indeed, how many Americans support it? How many Democrats really do support and believe the lie that there is this gigantic white supremacist terror movement that has to be suppressed? What's the name of the movement? Communists had a name. Nazis had a name. What's the name of the movement? QAnon? I never saw QAnon in my life. I don't don't deny it exists. I just want you to know I'm pretty immersed in conservatism. Never saw it in my life. We continue. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. 